0: John 21, 15 through 22. Appreciate you, sir. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And the King James says, Jonas, same thing. He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, said the whole name. Come on, somebody. Do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. This word might be for me, y'all. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself. I, 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 yeah. You you dressed. Hold on. Help me, Lord. But when you were old, but you are old, you, you when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and leave you where you do not want to go. Now, he's not talking about a nursing home. Jesus said, this is to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me, Peter, turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Lord, I ask for your power and your grace to reside upon me like only it can do with you. Use me, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. This is a crucial or critical passage for the church and its ministers. It has one of the great lessons, love, is the one basic essential of ministry. Without love, ministry counts for nothing. It, in God's eye, this passage concerns three questions asked by our Lord to Peter. He said, do you love me more than these? In verse 15, do you love me more, uh, me with God's love? In verse 16, and in verse 17, do you love me as a loyal brother? This passage is best studied as a whole, comparing each question with the other two questions because of this, all three points are studied together and not by separate points. See, the meal was over and Jesus was, and the disciples were sitting around sharing together. Jesus had already met alone with Peter in private, and you know, to discuss Peter's denial and to make sure he was fully restored. Peter's leadership needed to be reinforced publicly among all the disciples. They all knew about Peter's denial. Jesus had to make sure Peter would never deny him nor fall back from his mission again. You know, Jesus a reinforce you. Oh, yeah, 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 hear me. Jesus needed to teach the, disciple, the disciples the one basic essential ministry. None of them, not even the charismatic leadership of Peter, could minister and bear godly fruit unless they loved the flock. Trying to talk to some the preachers right now. I, I, I know some of them hate on you. I know they stab me in your back, but you gotta love your sheep. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all don't hear me. If you can love a dog that boo-boo on your flow, uh, Some of y'all don't understand how y'all let a dog lick y'all in your face. That's your business. Just don't come trying to kiss me. <laughs> Jesus help me. but 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 but, 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 but I'm just saying. If you, can, if, you can, if you can love a dog that you got to train day in and day out or a cat that don't even love you. Y'all know how cats are running from you this, and you feed them every day. How can you not love your sheep? See, these are the reasons for what Jesus now did. He turned and focused upon Peter. He called Peter by his full name, Simon Peter, and reminded him that he was the son of Jonas this did two things. <clears throat> it attracted everyone's attention, and they knew it was important because he didn't just say, come in, Willard. He'll come in, Willard, J.R. Maxwell, Jr. He called his whole name, his whole government name. You know how, come on, somebody, got to talk to some old school people. You know how when your mama called your whole name, yeah, y'all already know, it, you feel it, it, it your flashback, you, you, you're hurting now. <laughs> it reminded Peter where he had come from. He, had, he was of humble beginnings from a lowly father. All that Peter had become and would become was of God. Peter was nothing apart from Christ and nothing apart from the mission he was about to receive. A man must know that he is nothing apart from Christ. How many persons would have more life, more gifts, more purpose, more meaning, more significance if they just surrendered to Christ? See, Jesus said, I'll make your name great, but he wants to glorify himself through you. But if you always just trying to glorify yourself, he's a jealous God and he won't glorify himself through you, which means coming. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? When you try to steal his glory, he can't elevate you. But when you give all the glory to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't hear what I'm saying. See, see uh, uh, how. And it's funny how us church people don't understand that. I was looking at a series, and I probably, y'all probably think ain't no real preachers. Hip Hop Uncovered on FX. And and, and the dope dealer said it was like God told him he couldn't sell dope no more. I'm I'm sure God told you before, but at least you got it after you got locked up. And he said what he realized is that when God gives you something, you can keep it. When the devil gets you something, you got to give it back. A dope dealer, a dope dealer preaching. Now, you probably wouldn't have heard all that because they had a whole bunch of M and Fs and everything else in between. So some church folk wouldn't hit that, which is good. You're a real Christian. But he said something profound because you can't keep nothing if God didn't give it to you. Some of us try to manufacture blessings and we try to jump out before it's our time because we want to be seen. But do you understand the lights are hot? And if you jump into the light before you fully develop, it will burn you up. Jesus asked Peter three questions. He said, do you love me more than these? He could have been asking him about. Do you love me more than these disciples? And he was like, do you love me more than a brother? He could have been like, are you looking at the nets and the fish and the boats and say, do you love me more than your business? Do you love God more than your business? Are you willing to lay down your business if God tells you to? Yeah. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. See, see, some people look at, oh, Maxwell Realty, man, you just blew up overnight. No, I've been doing this for a long time and I was making a whole bunch of money before I came here, but then God said I had to put it down. And then I came here and now we started and boom, we we selling good. But why? Because I put it on a hiatus for nine years. So even though I wasn't doing anything, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I planted it because God told me to. See, you think you're burying something when you put it away from God, but no, the same way God plants you is the same way you can plant something for God. And when I planted Maxwell Realty in the ground, it was like the bamboo shoot. You know, bamboo shoot, you can just water it and you look crazy, and and for for a whole two years it don't grow at all. And somebody just watering the ground, and all of a sudden, in two weeks, it just springs up a full-grown because it's getting its roots together. And some of us need to get our roots together, and once our roots together, then when we begin to grow, when the wind blows, we won't fall. He said to Peter, do you love me? Did we, Jesus, used one word, but Peter used another one. Jesus, as we learned last week, Jesus used the word agape, the highest form of love, the love of God himself. But Peter did not reply, yea, Lord, I agape you. He said, yea, Lord, I feel you. He, he, that is, I love you like a brother. I love you with brotherly love. Filio, I mean, means brotherly love and love between two brothers. See, question three probed him. First he said, do you love me more than these? And then he said, do you agape love me? And, and, and then Peter said, yeah, filio love you. And, but, but then question three probed the genuineness and loyalty of Peter's love. Here, Jesus descended to the human level. He said he used filial this time. He simply asked Peter, do you love me? Do you really love me? Philio love me even as a brother. And questioning the loyalty of his love, grieved Peter. But Jesus assured Peter that his love would one day reach the ultimate height. Peter would be called upon to demonstrate a love, the sacrificial love of God. Peter would be called upon to die for Christ, to give his life for preaching the love of God to those who do not care for it and who react violently against it. Everybody don't want to hear Jesus at your job. In fact, even if you don't say Jesus, everybody don't even want you walking with confidence in Jesus. Do you know darkness hates the light? Because when the light comes, darkness has to leave. Have you ever known light have to leave because darkness came? Come on, somebody. If you got your camera phone on, it's going to still light up, even if they turn the lights off. Light don't ever run from darkness, but darkness has to run from light. What Jesus was doing was preparing his disciples for a new kind of love that had not yet come. Up until the time of Christ's death, the only the greatest love they knew was filial love—the willingness of a man to die for his friend. But in Christ, God was showing the world a new kind of love, agape love. Agape love is a love so 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 uh, uh, so of a new meaning uh, uh, given to the Greek word agape. Agape became the love that was even willing to give even for an enemy, to even die for an enemy. Can I tell you, can I say the way in Black History Month, can I tell you a Black History moment? You know black people went out and fought for this country even though the country put them on the back of the bus when they came back. Do you know that? Do you know they fought for the country e- even when they, they was still being hung on trees and and, and, uh, and my hell of a may call them a, 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 a strange fruit. I don't know if I said the right person's name, but 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 strange fruit may be hanging on the trees. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do you understand how, how how you already have learned how to agape love and don't realize it? Even though you get killed in the street, judged and jury by the police on the sidewalk, you still serve? That's agape love. So don't let the hate of the world make you not agape love it. Because when you agape love, God can elevate you. If it was not for Joseph, agape love. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. But because of his agape love... God to use him to not only save Egypt, but to even save his brothers that sold him into slavery. Can I talk to you for a minute? If you really don't know how to love agape love, you can't preach. You can't preach. People say, how you do this funeral? Knowing that person didn't like you. It don't matter if they didn't like me. That's my job, and God has called me to love my sheep. Yes, sir. Even when they don't love me. You have got to learn how to love people even when they don't love you. This, this, this sermon going somewhere else. But I need to tell you this. Peter had to learn how to agape love. And he learned how to agape love because why? Even though he denied Jesus three times. Even though he denied Jesus three times. Jesus came back and asked him, do you love me three times? I think he wanted Peter to remember that he had denied him three times. And I think that's when Peter got frustrated, but he wanted him to heal. Can I talk to some people since I'm on this relationship thing on Tuesdays? I I know you're messed up, but just stop messing up. And if you mess up in a past relationship and it's over, forgive yourself of that and move on to the new relationship after you get healed. Come on, somebody, and do what you need to do. Come on, somebody. Can I talk to you? See, you keep holding grudges on yourself, and Jesus is trying to tell you that you're wonderful. You're good at relationships, even though you're messing up right now. It's something in you that's good. You done done somebody right somewhere. Stop holding yourself hostage by your past mistakes and let God heal your life. Stop walking around here broken. That's why you ain't good for the person you with. You still walking around with crutches from the last relationship. If Jesus loves you unconditionally and nobody can love you unconditionally, don't worry about them. Walk away. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Jesus know you messed up. They know everything you did. Jesus know everything you did. They don't even know all the stuff you did. They don't even know all the stuff you did and they left. (laughs) They don't even know everything you've done and they left. Jesus know the whole story and still uh, heal you and get you right and dust you off. And if you can't reconcile that one, he'll get you ready for the next after you healed. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Peter had to sit down for a minute. He had to get healed first. Some of y'all jumping in the stump and you ain't healed. Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. I'm somewhere else. I'm trying to preach, but but I, I love it when God just flows how he want to flow. He said, do you feel your love? me? Do you love me? Agape? I'm, don't you love me this little bit? In fact, uh, you know, I had to go keep sweat. I forgot to take the title. How deep is your love? <laughs> boom, 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 oh, y'all don't know about that, boy. Deep is your love for God. Because when you deeply love God, you understand how deeply he loves you. And you know no matter how much you love God, God, always going to love you more than you love him. And when you understand that he loves you unconditionally, even when you mess up, you would dust yourself off. You know, David would mess up all the time. And you know what he said? He said, you know what? I ain't sinning against nobody but you, God. I'm sorry. Oh, See, agape love is dying for people who have no strength. Romans 5, 6 tells us this, die for the ungodly, for sinners, for the enemies of God. Peter and the disciples did not yet understand this. They could not because the Holy Spirit had not yet given them agape love. Until you receive the Holy Spirit, you can't love white people if you're black. Until you receive the Holy Spirit, you can't love black people when you're white. Oh y'all, yeah, say you only love people that look like you and act like you and talk like you and believe like you and like you. You got to learn how to love your enemies. Until you really receive the Holy Spirit, you cannot agape love. That's why marriages are ending in divorce because you only feel your love that person. You don't agape love them. You don't love them through their flaws. That's why so many lies going on in relationships because you're trying to be somebody you're not. If you really want to have intimacy. You gotta be truthful. You gotta let people see you without seeing the veil. See, see, I realize when I, when I, t- I can't, I can't talk to everybody like that. I, if I talk to some people the way I talk when I get frustrated, I can talk to Dre. I, I, I can talk to Reverend Walter. I can talk to Jerrell. I, I can't talk to everybody the way I talk because people can't understand it when I'm frustrated. They don't understand. I'm not fussing at you, I'm fussing about the situation, but everybody can't be behind the veil. Yeah. Yeah. I only can be around people and really be who I am. When you are God, they love me and understand that even though I'm a preacher, I mess up just like you. Keep talking to me, I might not say in the name of Jesus. Yeah, every now and then I mess up. I just want to be transparent. I might call you out your name if you call me out mine. I'm just called. That don't mean I'm perfect. Just because I'm called the priest don't mean I'm better than you. And some of y'all agree, even my haters go on and tweet it out, haters. Somebody asked me the other day, remember who's on that phone call? They asked me, why don't you why how do you handle the hate people have for you when they see you with the chief police, when they see you talking about this and that, and they think you just want to be seen? I don't care. Because As long as I have agape love for God, I know that even my persecutions are meant for my good. Even my setbacks and my mistakes are meant for my good. Not for bad. Even when I mess up, even if I get arrested, it's for my good to make me better. Not bitter. Peter messed up because Jesus wanted to show him agape love. He asked him three times, do you love me? In three different languages, three different levels of love. And that's what you need to understand. You need to understand what type of love you got for that person and what type of love they have for you. Because some of y'all might be filial loving somebody that's agape loving you and the, vice versa. And the thing about it is you, 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 you giving them a whole gallon of love and they giving you a teaspoon. Right. Y'all don't hear me. And both of y'all are love, but the capacity for love is different. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to help somebody, and it may be myself. Ah, Jesus loved Peter Agape, but he had to be real. Peter was trying to be fake with Jesus. You know I love you. You know, did you just deny him by the fire? Didn't you just tell him you would die for him and was scared? And now Jesus is confronting you again, and you're trying to act like you got it together. Stop acting. Acting like you healed when you're not. How you doing? I'm blessing, Holy Fable, the Lord. Shut up. You ain't in your mind, though. You are blessing, Holy Favor, but you really don't believe that. Stop acting. Stop being fake with God. At least be real with him and let him know you messed up. I wanna do right and every time I try to do right, something wrong pops up in me. Paul already gave you the lines. (laughs) Every time I try to do good, something rather me and tell me to do bad. And let me go there. I I don't even I just wanna I just wanna talk to you. And some reason I'm talking loud. (laughs) But I'm just talking. See, and then he goes on, and this this is what gets me after God after Jesus kept telling him about agape love. Soon as he saw somebody else, the disciple who Jesus loved, you know what that was? That was hate. And John was hating a little bit because he the one wrote it. See, I gotta catch up on who wrote what they wrote. Uh huh. Then Peter saw the disciple who Jesus loved. <laughs> he talking about himself in the third person like he the rock. and jesus told peter mind your business see because peter was a little salty because even though peter was doing great things for some reason he saw that jesus loved john more than him and he was jealous because his church was bigger. he was jealous because his led screen was bigger He was jealous because his praise team sounded better. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. He was jealous because his business was booming. He was jealous because he only called 10 fifths and John called 300 fifths. I'm just talking now. But what I'm saying is stop. Jesus said, if I called you to do this, why are you looking at somebody else's stuff? I couldn't feel the frustration in Jesus. I just told you I agape love you and I was for you, was for you and you have been looking at what Stefan got. Yeah. You got your own hat, you want his hat. Yeah. <sighs> can I talk to you for a minute? Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. That's what's wrong with you. You, you know the best person you can be is yourself. Peter, Jesus said, I'm going to build this church on you. He called him the rock. Yet, he's jealous because he saw John walking by when Jesus was talking to him. And isn't it funny how you take your photos off Jesus? Jesus is talking to you. First of all, boy, I remember when I met Obama. Obama got so mad at me. I ain't never told this story publicly because I felt so bad. You know, Obama, Obama don't really don't like selfies. Right, so I'm, I'm shaking Obama's head. so then I'm doing this so I grab the phone and go like this. boy he was so mad but I'm talking to him so what I didn't have a picture right. I'm in here talking to Obama and I'm trying to throw a selfie out there and turning my head away from the first black president instead they get a picture because he moved because he was mad he was salty I got all these with these white presidents I ain't president but I'm just saying like, you don't want to take no picture of me? I'm black like you. <laughs> but the problem was he was giving me himself. But I was looking somewhere else. Jesus was talking directly to Peter. And out of his peripheral vision, <laughs> he sees John walk by. What about him? What you gonna give him? Are you gonna give him something better than me? Are you gonna give him a better car? you gonna give him a better house? Is his wife gonna be finer than mine? What you going to give John? You going to give him something better than me? Jesus said, don't worry about that. Even if I say he going to live till I come back, what is that matter to you? It ain't you. Worry about what I have for you. Stop. Stop looking over the fence at the Joneses house. That's what's wrong with your marriage. That's what's wrong with your house. The Joneses probably have debt ratios so high that they struggle every day. I'm not saying they do, but what I'm saying is stop looking over the fence to see if the grass is greener. God gives you, you what he wants you to have and what he knows won't destroy you but bless you. I don't need no Bentley right now. I don't need no Bentley to somebody walk down the aisle to me. But I keep it 100. I want a Bentley. I really do. I ain't driving. I don't shoot with that problem. <laughs> I ain't riding no Bentley. There's <laughs> my wife in the car with me. <laughs> yeah, come on now. You know how gold diggers be out there. Don't act like y'all don't know gold diggers. I know there's more women than here than men, but there's some gold diggers out there. <laughs> One of them may be you. No, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> help me, security. (sighs) Uh, Jesus said, don't worry about John. I'm going to give you what you're supposed to have. See, agape love means sacrificial giving, free acceptance. One freely accepts without any expectation of return. If I give to you, I ain't worried about you giving back. It's cherubim's attachment, it's unselfish devotion, personal commitment, genuine concern, strong loyalty, precious tenderness. See, this is the thing. God was trying to teach Peter that when you feed the sheep, they're going to bite you sometimes. See, this is what I I never want to change. I never want to change. I don't care how bad or how good a a, a person is to me. I I promise you, whenever they come in contact with me, they're going to leave better. Even if I mess up, you're going to leave more blessed because that's who I am. If you come in contact with me and don't walk away more blessed, something's wrong with you. If you ever walk three steps down the street with me and you don't leave away from me more blessed, you'll fail you. I ain't taking that responsibility because I know I'm going to teach you something. I know I'm going to pour into you. I know I'm going to give it to you unselfishly even if you can't give nothing back to me because I know God agape loves me and somebody else going to give me something that I need. God they love. Don't worry about people giving back. That's the problem with selfish folk. Selfish folk all can't even get because they always, when they give, they give with these stipulations. But even though you didn't give them so much, they'll sit there and be like, well, should I give you this? I don't know if I should give you this or not. But you didn't give them a whole... But I, it don't bother me because I know that my blessings don't come from their selfishness. My blessing comes from the abundant love of God. And whenever I take care of somebody around me, God is going to take care of me. Do you understand what I'm saying? God said, when you plant seeds in the kingdom, it don't necessarily mean it's going to grow right there. It may grow somewhere else. I may plant a seed right here, and my blessing may come from Dre. I may bless a blessing in Stephon, and it may come back through Josh. I don't know where my blessing is going to come from. I just know they're going to come. When you operate in agape love and do what God tells you to do. And the reason why He's showing you that He will not only die for a friend, He'll die for an enemy. He's telling you, He ain't telling you to just die for them, though. Has God ever told you to write a check for an enemy? If He did write it, uh, one of my family members got mad at me the other day because I wouldn't give money to somebody they wanted me to give it to. And he said, Well, you say it's God's money. It is God's money. That's why I don't give unless God tell me to. I don't care if it's mama, brother, sister, uncle, whoever. If God don't tell me to give you that lump sum, I can't because maybe i give you that lump sum to you, but I'm supposed to give it to somebody else. And sometimes I may bless somebody I don't even like. Agape love is a love for God so much that you obedient to him at all times, no matter how... I don't know if y'all getting some of this or not. I, I hope you are. I, I, I do, I really do. I, I, I'm trying to read some of this stuff that I wrote down, but I, I, I don't really care. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to do. Let, let God, you know. I, I, let me, I think I'll find this Acts scripture. And I'm, I'm going to read that and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do later. Acts 20 and 28 says, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Feed the church, preachers. Feed the church. Feed the church even when the church don't feed you. Feed the community even when the community don't feed you. See, see, it's funny how we kept giving, 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 and people didn't really give us what we were supposed to have to do ministry because they was upset of, of a stance that I took that they didn't agree with, and so they stopped giving certain things. But it's funny how, uh, remember that truck that came, somebody called out of blue and said, You know what? We see what your church does. So for the whole month of March, we're going to send you a big 18-wheeler full of food to make sure you can take care of the community. Ain't that crazy? That ain't nothing but the favor of God. Why? Because they see the ugly." God-baked love out of you. Don't even know who you are out of nowhere. People just throwing names out. Don't even know who I am, but know the other person. Say, okay, we gonna shoot this to you every week. And when you agape love God, you don't worry. I had somebody else on the phone from another organization that I used to help us. And he's like, well, we can't handle this. We can't handle that. Hold on. You're on here for one reason, because I need you to do this certain thing. I don't want to say what it is, because they're going to figure out who it is. But I just need you to don't worry about that. You, You just let me do the talking. We we gonna bring this stuff and we gonna take care of the people and we, we don't matter how big it is, gotta make sure that he allows us to handle the increase. It's a reason why we got this building with this big parking lot because my vision was to make sure we were able to serve the community without having to have church behind a box. Yeah, you know I mean? When we had church last time we had to put we had to had the whole sanctuary filled up. Couldn't even have worship almost, had to go on and move to the fellowship hall, which was bigger anyway, because because of all the capacity we had. Now we got a big old building with a big parking lot, and you telling me that we're not supposed to be able to handle this? Other churches turned it down because they feel like they couldn't handle the capacity. I can handle whatever God gives me. It's because he knows I can handle it. Even if I can't handle it, he's telling me he can handle it. You can handle the woman of God that comes in your life if you trust God. You can handle the man of God that comes in your life if you trust God. You can handle the opportunity in your life if you trust God. It was funny how people have trust, what tripped me out, was Trusty spells called me the other day. And she was like, hey, I need you to get so-and-so some. I I can't say what it is because everybody's going to be asking me. Don't worry about it. It worked out. (laughs) I'm going to say that story. But the funny thing was she had confidence that I was going to be able to handle it. Because she had confidence, I was like, well, I guess I can do this. (laughs) It worked. I ain't know what they were going to say yes or no. They told me yes. Went through all types of red tape. Just walked through it. Pew, 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 because of the favor of God. And I felt like if she asked me, apparently I had the capacity to do it. Now, anybody else would have called me. out, would I like, no, nah, I can't do it. I wouldn't even try it. But when you have relationship with people, you do stuff. When you learn how to agape love folk, even, I, I'm talking too long. I, 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 so, I I need you to learn how to agape love. I'm going to say this and I'm going to sit down. Uh, I feel good today. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm talking. I really don't. I was on a plane, and this guy, I swear, was God himself sat beside me. God himself sat beside me and was like, man, you know, blase, blah, 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 blah. Told me everything. He's like, man, God want to talk to you about intimacy. He want to talk to you about this. Why? How this joking all this? First of all, I got my headphones on. When I get on the plane, I make sure people know I don't want to talk to them. Especially with coronavirus. I don't need, I know the mask there, but I don't trust the paper mask as much as I trust this mask. Now, I know they be telling you this ain't the same mask, but I think because they don't know if you got the filter in there or not because of the filter in there, but some people walk around without the filter, but it's thicker than them little doctor thing. I, anyway. He just beginning to tell me all the stuff I I needed. And I'm thinking about how I pour into people's lives who came pouring to me. And here go this young white boy looking like a hippie, looking like he don't know nothing, spitting all this knowledge. Getting me ready to teach what I need to teach. Because when you agape love people and you pour out the people, you don't know where it's gonna come. You understand? Now, first of all, God fooled me because whenever I set a plane, I always put myself on the seat. It's, even without COVID-19, if I got the one, you know how they got the one row in first class or oh, the one row, you, and you you ain't got to sit beside nobody. That's what I always do because I don't like talking to people. I, I really don't. And so, but, but, but God fooled me because the whole plane looked kind of empty. So I picked this 2B seat, and then it wasn't nobody there. And all of a sudden, this gentleman said, I'm looking at this dude like, ain't this heaven with four letters, <laughs> but <laughs> and, and he sat beside me, and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And i get my head. on, they're huge. They tell you, don't talk to me. I don't wanna be bothered, I'm not a friendly guy. I preach on Sundays, but I don't wanna talk to you on Mondays, <laughs> and so, and so he, he started waving at me. And I'm like, hey, what? Huh? <sighs> what you want? He started spending his knowledge And and God gave me everything I needed. Everything I needed right there. And I believe I got it because I plant seeds in the people that even though they can't give to me, I still give to them. Stop giving to people that you think can give back to you. And give to people God tells you to give to. Do you love me? Feed my lambs. Do you love me? Feed my sheep feed my sheep. He said, lambs once, sheep twice. Use the same Greek word for feeding because he's saying feed them the same thing. But sometimes you just got to teach it on a different level. See, minister, uh, not Walter, minister Aries should be teaching the same thing I'm teaching, but I don't think he got no know how do the babies, you just got to chew it up and give it to him. Same word. One of them just put in a blender or chew it and give it to him. Because they can't handle the meat. Feed my lambs and my sheep, Peter. Feed my lambs and my sheep, church. Can I tell you a secret? People in the cars, I know you're out there for a minute. He's not just talking about preachers who are ordained to preach. He's talking about the church itself. You're supposed to be witnessing to people who don't know Jesus. Regardless if they like you or not. You need to be sharing with them in some way to make sure that you have Jesus be able to snatch them out of darkness and bring them into the marvelous light. Love your co-worker even though they don't love you because it's your responsibility. If you came in contact with them, you're supposed to be saving their soul. Of course, Jesus is going to save their soul, but you're supposed to be planting the seeds. Whenever somebody keeps doing you wrong and you still treat them in love, I remember one time, I was, boy, I was going in on Verizon. They had messed up my bill. They had messed up me. I was like, man, I was so, da, 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 da. charge me for roaming in Augusta, Georgia. You know what? That one Verizon, that was AT&T. Bell out. Don't want to Verizon. You all right with me? AT&T. I'm fussing at them, and the lady was so nice. She went fuss back, so I couldn't fuss. I'm like, ah, you know what? It ain't your fault. But I don't like AT&T. I had to be quiet because she wasn't fussing back. If somebody says something back, then you just, oh yeah, I'm gonna give you a left and a right. But she was answering me in love. I think she knew at and was messed up. But she answered me in love and it turned away wrath. I need you all to walk in agape love, New Beast Groveians. Everybody who hears the sound of my voice, that'll make the world a better place. Somebody asked me on a, on a Zoom call, would racism ever end? And it was, it was a Monday night. I was traveling, I was tired. I gave my own little answer. I ain't never going to end. <laughs> but they're going to respect me. But as now I'm rested and I'm under the power of the Holy Spirit, all things are possible to those who believe. And if the church, God's people, who are called by his name, will humble themselves, turn away from their wicked ways, repent he will heal the land see the problem is not the world the problem is the church the problem are the christians are us me and you who are not walking in the power of the agape love of god when we walk in that power of agape love and understand that love is the most powerful thing the most powerful weapon we'll be able to move mountains We'll be able to end racism. We'll make presidents do what they're supposed to do. Judges do what they're supposed to do. We'll make the scales of justice balance. Yeah. See, I, I don't try to act like the world is fair, because it's not. They tell me by showing me. You ever seen the, sc- the scales of justice? They're they not balanced. They're not balanced for a reason. they letting you know you're going to persecute me more than you're going to persecute somebody else. I mean, that's what it's telling me subliminally. But I don't worry about that natural justice. All I worry about is kingdom justice. And even though the world may not like me and do me wrong, if I walk in the agape love, God is going to bless me and the people around me. I can walk in agape love like Joseph, even though you sell me into slavery. I still rise up and be second in command. And when I see you, I won't crush you. I'll still love you. I think about it, but I'm sure I'll do the right thing.